Oh, here we go. Woohoo! We are back. We're back. Uh, My name's Dave. And my name's Mike. And this is your Add More Mouse podcast. I figured, you know, usually we don't even say the title until well into the episode. And I just wanted to get it out right off the bat. Yeah, this this is Add More Mouse. Don't you found you have found us. We are going As to if, add so much mouse. Just in case you accidentally <laughs> clicked on our podcast without knowing what it was, now you know. Uh, so what's going on? I don't know, man. It's the middle of the day, and I'm just all discombobulated. Uh, we talk. I I realize we talk about the weather a lot on this podcast, but living in Ohio, there's oftentimes not much else to talk about. Uh, yeah, and uh, the, quite frankly, this weather is is annihilating me, Michael. Yeah, it's like like it's like Elsa popped in, and uh, you know, <laughs> I'm see, see, I'm trying to do the Disney tie-in. Yeah, so uh, it's like she popped it's, in, and it's and, so and cold. We're gonna see Olaf pop up here somewhere, somewhere <laughs> in my backyard. You know, <laughs> any any ray of sunshine would be good. I. It's so cold, and I, uh, I I had one of those headaches this morning where, like, uh, it's all sinuses, and my, my teeth hurt. I don't know if you've ever had one of those, but, like, it's just, it's been, a, it's, been a, it's been a morning, and I'm happy to be taking some time out to talk about, uh, to imagine myself in a warmer climate because of our topic today. Yeah. Uh, which we'll yeah. get to here in a minute, but uh, how are you doing? I'm good. Cold is is definitely uh, the word. Uh, the it's 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 the magic word of the day. Cold. Um, I am uh, wearing a real fluffy robe, which uh, I feel oh. like an old man, and it's it's. I would want it no other way. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a okay. I uh, I like to have one on in the morning while I drink coffee, and then I, I go from uh, freezing to like sweating. It, like somebody flips a switch and then I have to take it off. <laughs> right. Right. And like you, I am dreaming of, uh, of, of escaping uh, and, and the times when that will be possible again. Well, it's coming, man. It's coming. Yeah. We, uh, I, you and I have both received our first vaccination shot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting mine. Let's see. We're recording this on February 3rd and I will be getting mine on the 9th, my second shot. And I hear that it's a doozy. So, not, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but also not. I've heard that uh, some people for a day or two after that are don't feel too good. So, but you know what? It's better than the alternative. Um, That's and, for sure. And as more it's people, here. as more people have access to it, you know, my, my wife just brought up when we're going to start planning our next trip. So hopefully, uh, you know, things are going to slowly get to, I, I, I've stopped saying get back to normal because it's, I don't know if that's ever going to be possible, but things will get better. We'll be able to see other humans hopefully and be outside. And I don't know. I, I, am yeah. I, there's some hope regardless of how brutal this weather is right now. I'm looking forward to a better summer. And by the time we're going, which we're looking into, you know, later 2022, um, hopefully it will be a much different experience than if I were to go today. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, I'm just really grateful there is a vaccine. I can't believe, you know, un- under a year we were able to do this. Um, and I just hope that, you know, more become available and everyone can uh, get back to being safe. And uh, it's just quite a year we've been through. You know, we paused uh, our recordings for about four or five months, um, it, you know, just because we had to sort of pivot and reconfigure how we were going to do this. Everyone was trying to figure out you know what was happening but i'm glad we're back in the swing of things we actually um it was two years ago just uh around this time two years ago that we conceptualized and first met about about this podcast and i so, know um despite that one break that we had uh because of covid i think we've that been we've done we've been consistently content. consistently inconsistent <laughs> but you know we charming besides our besides our time out we have we've been we've been trying to put them out when we get a chance yeah. and um yeah you know it's been super fun we we have a nice little committed core group of listeners i think and um you know that's that's all you could really ask for 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's... that's not, I want a large group of committed listeners, but you know, <laughs> uh, considering that we spend uh, $0 promoting this show or really have any social media presence to speak of the fact that anybody finds it and listens to it on a regular basis uh, is, is amazing. So thank yeah, you for listening it. to it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, still watching some, some Disney stuff. I think last episode I talked about uh, investigating some Davy Crockett, um, that didn't last too long. I got that out of my system pretty quick um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, caught up on WandaVision and kind of been looking for my next uh, my next thing. I don't know. It's I get the I get the thing from uh, from Disney Plus that I get from when I used to go to like Blockbuster when when video stores existed. You know, you you'd go in and I, I could walk around Blockbuster for like an hour trying to figure out what I wanted to rent and take home and watch. Yeah. It was like too much choice. And I find myself doing that now. I'll, I'll just sift through Disney plus and go through the menus. And there's so much stuff that I want to watch. I mean, I can sift through it for 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And then usually if it's at night, I just get too tired and I don't watch anything. <laughs> yeah. It's a struggle. Struggle's real. Um, I mean, these are some well, real first world problems here, but look, that's what you come to this podcast for. I, so yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> I will still put a plug in for the Pixar popcorn because even oh, yeah. in yep. what you're describing, you could get through those uh, because they are oh. so short. I, I, it keeps popping up and I am going to watch it. I'll, I'll have it finished by next, by the next episode. <laughs> um, how about you? What have you been up to? You know, it wasn't that long ago that we recorded our last podcast. So, um, you know, like you, I was, Still continuing to watch WandaVision. I, I love how it's unfolding. That's uh, been pretty cool. And there's uh, some um, making of The Mandalorian that I've I've kind of dug into. And so I think that uh, I totally recommend that. I love that type of stuff that, um, that, that Disney Plus offers. Like sort of all that behind the scenes um, production extras. The things that you would see on DVDs <laughs> as bonus features. Those are uh, highly prominent on on disney plus i love it you know it's that's one thing we've lost with streaming and i don't really know how many people really you know in the in the heyday of dvds dvds were coming increasingly loaded with bonus features so that people felt like they were getting their money's worth right and Mm -hmm. i mean i'm i'm definitely guilty of buying dvds back in the day and you know if there was a special edition versus the you know normal edition i was always going to spend the extra for the special edition because gosh I need the extra scenes and I want the making of, and I want the um, director's commentary. And then, you know, did I really watch all that stuff? I mean, I, I, no, but it's nice to know you have it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and, and also for those old Disney movies, some of those older, older DVDs have some really interesting stuff. It's like, it's coming from like the heyday of, of Disney production, right? When Walt was still alive and, and, uh, you know, the special effects were more rudimentary, but in some ways kind of more interesting. Um, so, yeah, it'd be kind of cool if they put some of that stuff on there. It'd, it'd be I, I know that they have I think there's like a maybe a Beyonce commentary for her film that went up there. Um, so I know that they've dabbled in it, but it would be cool to get mm-hmm. some more of that, stuff, especially on the classic Disney stuff. Yeah. Um, or maybe like a pop-up video. Remember that from VH1 where like you'd watch the music video. And oh yeah. I, you know, I would, <laughs> I would totally watch like 20,000 leagues under the sea or, um, pirates of, uh, or I was almost going to say pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, that, that is a movie, but I was thinking more of like treasure Island and seeing some, uh, you know, some, some factoids or something. That'd be kind of cool. That would be bring back pop-up video, bring back videos for that matter, by the way, music well, videos, but yeah, got to go to YouTube <laughs> for that. So <clears throat> today, uh, you know, trying to find things, our, our podcast has been very, um, very much focused on things we watch and experience. Occasionally we talk about books, but you know, as, as is the theme of this podcast, I think neither of us live near the parks, both live in Ohio and, you know, we don't get to go all the time. We don't get to go much. We get to go every once in a while when we can afford it <laughs> and there's not a global pandemic happening. And so, you know, one of the things that we have open to us is movies and TV shows, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and there's also so many, there's so many good podcasts that have so much good park intel and, and 
park history. But I thought, you know, we want to we want to talk about if we can talk about park stuff, we need to because that's probably what probably my favorite part of Disney is, is Disney World, and someday going to Disneyland, and maybe someday going to Disney Tokyo Sea if I ever have the chance. And so, <laughs> so you and I have a couple topics that we're going to try to get to this year, and one of them, which is today, is things to do at Walt Disney World that are specifically not rides or attractions. So mm-hmm. not things that you have to wait in line for, not things that maybe would pop up on like, you know, uh, an app like saying, oh, you've got to do this. Now, there are some uh, obviously vacation uh, websites that list things like, you know, top 20 things to do at Disney that are free or, you know, things that are off the beaten path. But I thought you and I would talk about things that we've done personally that we try to make a priority every time we go that maybe aren't on somebody's to-do list if it's like their first time going or maybe they've gone a few times and haven't done it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I think this is great because, um, you know, my family and I have gone, I've gone with friends and actually last year, as you know, I went by myself for the first time. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it can get really overwhelming when you're just looking at your fast pass and you're, and you're setting up the app and trying to find, you know, what has the best line in terms of, you know, rides and attractions and you kind of, it it can be very easy to overlook a lot of the other things within the parks um, that are really enjoyable and don't require standing in a long line. I mean, some things you, you do if it's food or things like that, but um you know, there's a lot to be seen just by taking a seat on a bench and, and looking around. And um, there's, you know, you got to take in the the atmosphere as a whole. And um, I, I, that's why I'm really glad about this topic, because it'll really kind of lay out some of those options for people. So are yours things that are inside the parks that are not the, the attractions? Yes. Oh, interesting. OK, so. We didn't really specify this. So mine, I have three things and they are all things that are outside of the parks. So this would be, this would be a good combo. Um, Awesome. And clearly look, man, a lot of people, I would say most people, uh, there is a very large contingent of people that go either by themselves or, you know, young adults who don't have kids, but you know, I look, some of the stuff I'm going to talk about is probably pretty tough when you've got little kids uh, along with you. But uh, if you, you know, have the chance to do this stuff, uh, some of the stuff I'm going to mention you can do with the actually, I think all three things I have on my list you can do with kids. Uh, It just kind of depends, you know, Disney, Disney usually equals some pretty long days (laughs) when you go to the park. (laughs) Yep. Um, I think one of the most important things to do if you can afford the time is to carve out some nights where you don't have a set schedule. Maybe you have a reservation at a restaurant or something, but like maybe carve out a night or even a whole day where there's not, it's not a, it's not a crush of, of um, things that are pre-scheduled where you have to hit, tick things off a list. That's how most Mm -hmm. of the park days are going to be for most people. And I think that it's important for your sanity and also to really try to enjoy some, like some actual vacation feel to your right. trip. I mean, if you for and, and again, this is contingent on you being able to afford an extra day or two at the park site. It's not available for everybody. Uh, but man, when you go and you're in a park, you come home and you are exhausted. So if you're somebody going for four or five days and you're trying to hit all four parks at Walt Disney World, you're going to come back from vacation exhausted. It's not a restful vacation unless you're you know, somebody who has been there many times, don't care about the rides. Maybe you're just going to go and hang out and, and have a leisurely time. But if you're like me and you got little kids, you're going there with stuff to do <laughs> with a checklist, <laughs> a long checklist. And it's a mad dash to get all of it off of your list. Uh, so yes. these are the few, the few things I have on my little list today are things that are more leisurely. Um, and that probably the running theme is just that you can uh, have a drink while you do them. <laughs> And walk around and look at stuff. So um, yeah. why don't you go first? I'm really interested to hear what you have. Well, that's a perfect segue because um, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I have, I know a lot of people have heard of this, so it may not be a new concept to a lot of people. But um, And for those who 
have heard of or done this, there are multiple ways in which you can tackle this particular activity. Um, this is uh, drinking around the world in Epcot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite, the World Showcase, um, you know, has all uh, has so many different um, food and dining and uh, and cuisines available uh, that that go along with each of the pavilions in the World Showcase. And um, by accident is when I first did this because <laughs> my friends and I. Uh, I was there with three others and I'm sorry, there were three of us total and um, we just wanted a little bit of everything. And this is sort of my suggestion. So uh, is to do this with friends. Definitely don't do this alone or with kids. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so the concept of course is having one drink in each of the um, pavilions in the world showcase. And that does seem like a lot. It does seem for those of you who who are, might even be experienced drinkers, that's a lot. So that's why my tip is to go with um, other friends and maybe have um, one person get the drink. And I guess in a non-COVID time, you could share. This is, sure. this is all non-COVID times. You know, share a little bit of that drink with others if, if you feel comfortable doing that. Um, just so you're not having, you know, 10 full drinks from from each of these pavilions um or just pick and choose in that way too definitely stay hydrated with water and 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 eat along the way too and pace yourself um, i was gonna say if you're not if you're not a drinker you could just substitute you know most most of the pavilions most of the areas have uh food that comes in like quick bites or you know yeah uh, so like you could get, you know, a taco in Mexico, or you could get like a um, some nachos. You could get yep. a pastry in France. Um, so, but yes, I now I've not done this with, intentionally, where like I set out to have a drink in every place. But I, you know, I do when I go out there. I do enjoy uh, having some adult beverages, and especially <laughs> if you if you happen to go during the food and wine festival, which is mm-hmm. in the fall right before the holidays. Uh, most, they have extra pavilions open for extra, you know, countries that normally aren't represented. And so you could really get messed up, uh, <laughs> during food and wine festivals. Yeah. Um, yeah. cause most of those pavilions have a specific drink that commemorates their country. And, uh, yep. Yeah. That'll get you, that'll get you feeling loose in a hurry. Uh, it sure will. <laughs> well, well, and so this is, yeah, this can be done anytime. Not, I think the Food and Wine Festival would be a great time to do that for sure. Well, if somebody, um, and if somebody hasn't gone during Food and Wine Festival, think of, I mean, there are lots of Epcot festivals. There's the Flower Festival. There's the there's the Art Expo. Um, I, I really love Food and Wine, although it gets incredibly busy at night because people go there for dinner. And so you, you do tend to have heightened crowds, especially on the weekends. But Food and Wine Festival is super cool. There's just like talk about having too many options to choose from it's just but what they do is they usually have again small portions and so you can go and really have a lot of different stuff without having to commit to like an entree somewhere or something like that yeah so yeah that is a great that is a great option and how did you feel when you were done uh drinking around the world did you pace yourself (laughs) or was it uh you know what'd you do do you remember what you did the next morning <laughs> this became an all-day affair, so it was definitely pacing yourself, and I felt more full than anything because, you know, like you said, there's a lot of food that we paired with it as well. So, um, just a real quick thing. I mean, some of my favorite highlights, um, and I would recommend, of course, anytime you do the World Showcase, do it in order because obviously you don't want to jump around. That would, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Be, you, you want to do sort of that straight path, um, in, in our case, from Mexico to Canada um, is how we did it. And starting in Mexico, had a nice little base lunch, you know, um, inside that hacienda. Oh, yeah. Um, had some queso fundido and stuff in there. And then there's a really awesome, this is my, one of my favorites, is it's La Cava del Tequila. And it's uh, the tequila cave, yep. so how that uh, translates in English. Um, and every kind of tequila you can imagine, um, you know, some that is way out of my price range, um, <laughs> most of which I would say. <laughs> uh, but there's some, you know, regular, uh, you know, um, more familiar, like Patron and everything like that, other uh, tequilas. And but the different flavors they have, they're just it's just remarkable. Um, they have an avocado 
margarita and a jalapeno margarita. So huh. um, I recall the avocado one um, wasn't a real bold taste, but um, in my opinion, though, nothing can beat a house margarita. So definitely go to La Cava del Tequila and have a margarita, maybe some chips and queso, something like that. And then make keep making your way. Now, when people think of Norway, which is next, that you know you don't really think of a signature drink. At least I don't of of Norway. Maybe um, like mead or something. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if they have that, but they do have what they call a Viking coffee, mm. which is basically um, it, it it's 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 basically I, Bailey's Irish cream, which is interesting because it's not Ireland, um, and a Camorra coffee liqueur. Um, and that can be found at the bakery there um, in the cafe. Uh, and, and you could also have, there's, they have Carlsberg beer if you're looking for a beer. Um, but I would, I would recommend the coffee because it's, it's different and it's, it's really, it's pretty good. Um, and then another, well, China, uh, they have a really great, it's like called a gingerita, mango gingerita. Man. Um, yeah, and that's uh, at the Joy of Tea, which is the little tea shop there. Um, goes really well with some caramel ginger ice cream they have there at the Lotus Blossom Cafe. Um, did you man, eat? I, did you I had a eat lot of at, highlights? Did you eat at every every pavilion w- with your drink? Maybe that's why you're so full. I know most of them. Yeah, so <laughs> not. <laughs> um, and again, this was people we kind of shared with. You know, um, did not eat at the Norway Pavilion. Um, at the next, the Germany Pavilion, though, this is one where it started to probably become pretty overwhelming because you get those real heavy beers. You oh, gotta yeah. get one of those German beers, you know, right there at the um, at the counter, uh, and you gotta get a pretzel. Yeah, gigantic you know? pretzel. Yeah, so it's sort of like this is where it sort of you know we had to really start slowing down, and of course next is Italy. We did not eat in Italy, but um, did go down to I I wish I can remember the name of the place i'm sorry but there you can anywhere you turn you'll be able to find some wine we went to some uh it was like a wine cellar um there in it, the italy pavilion and we're able to have some really good red wine just small little tastings so like you're not all these going to be giant drinks you know right um usa yeah not not didn't eat there either and and really wanted to skip this but we did get a <laughs> i think we had like a bud light or something oh yeah they have <laughs> Bud Light Lime, that, that's the official American drink, official, official American yeah, beer. Right. right. I'm pretty sure they have, like, you know, some um, some whiskey and stuff there, too. But I, I just, I, I know for sure we had some we had some beer um, there. In Japan, sake. Oh, yeah, definitely. Get a, and that's not a big drink, either. You just get a little tiny little shot of sake. And they have a really cool, it's within one of their shops, tons of candy in that shop. In one corner, they have... Um, just this awesome sake bar um again and and for people like me i had no idea what type of sake where to even begin um but they were able to kind of you know give some recommendations just ask them what they recommend um and it was uh that was that was one of my highlights actually i know i'm telling you about each and every one of them but that was probably my highlight too i love i love the sake bar in in japan do you prefer a hot sake or a cold sake the war- the hot warm sake was actually I, I, that's what we had and I thought that was I, I really preferred that oh. that was really good. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Morocco came next and that one is interesting. They have a sangria hmm. at uh, at a place called the Spice Road Table. Um, so uh, very refreshing. I really recommend that. Um, again, this becomes really expensive if you're doing it by yourself too. So definitely, you know, split that up with people. I think you can pretty much we. That should be assumed at this point. If you're doing anything yeah. at Disney, although mine are free, but like you're going to have to pay to get on property most likely. Um, every, everything's expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll just may as well round, you know, finish it off here. France, um, we had wine there too. Yeah, you kind of have I, to, you know. I mean, it's, yeah, wine in Italy. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's other drinks, but wine just seems to make sense at both those places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had just like a macaron or something kind of with it. Um, there is a there is a shop right there with the macarons, and it's such a long line, but uh, it, those macarons are awesome. Uh, United Kingdom. This is where we basically had dinner then. So, <laughs> which dinner was fish and chips? Sure. Um, with you know, with just a nice. Uh, ah, it was, it was, we had beer here too, but. What beer did I have? I didn't write it down. Um, 
whatever English beer you can find. And then the last but not least, Canadian. Um, at this point, it was fireworks, I remember. So we were just... <laughs> fireworks or... <laughs> remarkable, just, I remember Maybe just stuff. the rattling in your brain uh, from being soaked in booze <laughs> for six hours. I know. <laughs> we started at like noon and then it was... And this was... I mean, it, yeah, that was a long day so don't i know i'm rattling through these really quickly but we did pace ourselves we went on rides um we you know watched, we may have to sat down and we may have to do i mean this this probably warrants its own episode at some point <clears throat> you yeah know, i um me being a uh, having tons of food allergies beer is not an option for me so i may have to go through there and look at what the options be for a uh yeah. sort of a sensitive stomach but um yeah yeah that's something i feel like we could return to this for sure yeah and this was for me this was when i really did this like i'm the one i keep referring to is from like 2015 or 14 so i was a little bit younger you know i don't know about you know as as time goes on how much you know i'd be able to uh (laughs) also my own yeah also hard to do super fun you're on vacation also hard to do if you're you know, got little kids in tow, uh, which so many people yeah. at Disney do. Um, right. You know, yeah, don't do it. I, I definitely uh, <laughs> will will indulge throughout the day. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think, you know, I can usually uh, have a few during the day, uh, walk around with a stroller or whatever, and it's not too much of an issue. But I think if I, if I drank around the world with my six and three-year-old in tow, not only would they be miserable, <laughs> but I think I would be miserable as well. So um, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I remember, yeah, the end of the night, just watching the fireworks over right by the Canadian pavilion and just feeling feeling pretty good. That's a great that's a great <laughs> area to watch the fireworks into. It is. Yeah, um, it is. Well, that's a great first entry. So mine are pretty short and sweet. Um, like I said, the, the running theme is that there are things that you can pretty much just like go to and walk around in um, <clears throat> and, I, and really one of my favorite things about being at Disney world is looking at stuff. I mean, it's, it's the architecture, it's the way things are laid mm-hmm. out. Um, um, I read a book about architecture at Disney world and they call it the architecture of reassurance because it's like, obviously they're trying to get across themes and, and storylines and stuff, but there's also just, there's something because of your mindset when you're on vacation you know, vacations can be stressful. And so things are really spread out and optimized at, at certain eye lines to make you feel comfortable and reassured. And um, I, I know when I go, even before I had kids and even after, we try to carve out time to just go and look at stuff. Um, and so the first thing that we always try to do is go to Disney's boardwalk. Um, you do not need to buy a park pass for this although if you have one it's really easy to get to there's an entrance to it from epcot so if you spend the day at epcot you could leave uh and and hang on the boardwalk at night and i mean it's a it's a 1930 style boardwalk there's a hotel there that you can walk into and check out which is really nice it's the yacht and beach club which is just a fantastic i've never stayed there but I mean, Disney hotels, and, and I'm going to talk about more um, at one of my other uh, choices here. But, like, I, I can just go and hang out in these hotels. The architecture is super cool. The design, the theming, um, the vibes, the music they play. Like, it's just a whole experience in, unto itself, you know. I, I, I'm really interested in checking out the hotels yeah. besides the ones that I'm staying in. Um, and oftentimes, a lot of times, because I can't afford to stay in some of them. And so it's nice <laughs> to walk around and think, oh, this, this would be cool to be able to afford. Um, and so but when you're on the boardwalk, um, obviously, there's, there's like dance clubs. I've never been in them, but I know people like them. Uh, there are, but I, I'm more into just, it's just a stroll, man. There's, there's shops, there are art stores, there's, um, there, there's a store that specializes in Disney memorabilia and like uh, animation cells. Uh, there are a ton of restaurants, obviously. Uh, my family always tries to find time to go to a place called the Flying Fish, which, as you can guess, is a seafood restaurant. Um, <laughs> but it's fantastic. It's just super, super nice. It actually got rethemed a couple of years, maybe three years ago. And it's, it's just so nice inside. Um, and it's just a... You, you know, you walk around um, the lake there and it's just 
it, there's some great photo ops. Usually there's some live entertainment. Uh, there'll be somebody there doing like, you know, little live performances for kids, uh, balloon artists or magicians, things like that. It's just a really cool thing to kind of walk around. And, you know, if you have a reservation, you could go hang out for a while, um, grab a drink on the boardwalk before your dinner. Or if you don't have dinner, you can just get stuff to go there and hang out. I mean, it's just when the weather's nice, it's just a really cool vibe to stroll around and and hang out. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. not a super exciting entry, but obviously honestly none of mine are because no. It, when I when I think of stuff to do outside of the parks, it's really for those days where it's like, okay, we spent two days at parks, we're taking a third day to do nothing to, to have no no itinerary and then maybe two more days at the parks and we have another day where we don't do anything. And when I say don't do anything, I just yeah. mean we have no schedule and so we'll figure that out as we as we go along and as weather permits, you know. Yeah, no, I think it sounds great. I mean, it sounds close, similar to like Disney Springs, right? It, yeah, it is, but it's kind of like, it's a lot, it's a lot quainter. And I know that when we've gone, if you go to the boardwalk on like a weeknight around five to seven, there, there really aren't a lot of people there. Um, and whenever we've gone, it's, it's been pretty like laid back. I don't think it really picks up until <clears throat> maybe deeper into the night because of the the nightclubs and the dancing and stuff like that so if you're going and you have kids and you you sort of go on like that five to seven to eight p.m range like it's usually pretty slow and it's just a really nice i keep saying this but it's a really nice vibe and then seeing like the lights come on it's it's just a it's a cool experience that's great I like how you said you can leave Epcot after spending the day there. So like, you know, after you drink, you could the drink around the world and then you can head to the boardwalk <laughs> and just chill out. Yeah. Um, that's really great. And I mean, that segues, this is sort of a general statement that I was going to make about like things to do that are not rides and attractions. And you said photo ops. And I really, I wrote this down as something of note because, um, you know me, I, I love photo ops. I think it's super cool to walk around the parks or outside the parks, like you said, in like the boardwalk or Disney Springs, anywhere. And you can find so many fun things to take, like um, fun family photos that, uh, whether it be, you know, some of the architecture, whether it be with some of the um, characters, cast members that you happen to encounter, if you're lucky enough to find find one of those without being in a line um just it's it's really fun like um i'm i'm kind of going back to uh some of the times with my family and we took some really funny pictures in front of um that um uh, some of the movie sets and whatnot in uh mgm well sorry hollywood studios yeah, it's still mgm it's fine <laughs> i know <laughs> Uh, we took, some, you know, we got some Mickey ears, took some really funny pictures with that, you know, on our head. And um, there's uh, we happened to be strolling through uh, Toy Story Land and some green army men walked by. We were able to get some pictures with those guys. Uh, and I just think it's really cool. Like and just to take, you know, get your everyone has a camera on their phone now. So um, it, you can maybe make a Christmas card out of out of some of these photos. I mean some really unique things that you aren't going to see anywhere else. And um, just taking in the backdrops that you have here, they're basically living in one big cartoon um, when you're walking through the Disney parks. Um, I remember going to Disney Springs and, you know, there's a Lego store there. Oh yeah. And there's giant, giant Lego sculptures. We took pictures with um, in magic kingdom, you know, main street, and then going up to um, uh, uh Gaston's pub there's a big statue of Gaston and we took pictures with that I mean it's it, it like posing and flexing and stuff so <laughs> I just think that like it's really cool they don't uh you know don't rush through like look around there's so many cool things hidden around and things that you could uh take pictures of or take pictures with I mean that's that's why I envy people who live close to the parks because I I would love to have just like a laid back day at Magic Kingdom where I could just look you know hang out on main street and appreciate the names on the windows and, you know, look up the ones that I don't recognize. And for the most part, I don't really get that because even before I had kids, you know, you'd go and you've just, you've got fast passes here. You got fast passes there. You've got lunch here. You've got to be over here at this point. And so, you know, there's just so, there's so much to 
to experience. And it's hard when you don't get to go all the time because, you know, like I said, whenever I go, I've got a list of stuff that I want to check off because I haven't been there in two and a half years. And, you know, I, I got to do this and this and this, or I'm going to be mad. So, um, yeah, that's it. But I do. Yeah. I, I think to that point though, if you can only go every couple of years or three, four years, like you said, try to splurge on adding one extra day that you than what you think you yeah. need. I know it might cost a lot, you know, more than you expect, or even, you know, an extra day where you aren't in the parks and you can go to the boardwalk and things like that, because then you will have the opportunity to just kind of take that one easier. Uh, that, that added yes, day for sure. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, the next on my list is one that is near and dear to my heart. This is maybe one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite things at Walt Disney world. And it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And so I'm going to go ahead and acknowledge that. But um, I have an irrational love for the electrical water pageant. Uh, <laughs> are you, I assume you're familiar with this, right? I am. Yes. So mm-hmm. I, my first trip as an adult to Disney world, my wife and I went right after we got married and uh, we were hanging out one night after a day at the parks. Uh, we went to the Polynesian hotel and back then the beach connected directly to the water. Now they've redone it because of, uh, alligator or crocodile issues. It's alligators, or crocodiles, which ones do they have? I think it's, it's okay, gators. Yeah. I'm yes, pretty gators. sure. Um, and so now it's not quite the same vibe. It used to be a man-made beach where the waves would come up and, um, you know, it, it felt a little more realistic. Now you're sort of on beachfront property that has like, it, it doesn't connect directly with the water, but it doesn't matter. We're sitting there, we found us a, a giant swing and we're sitting there with a drink in our hands and just kind of hanging out in at night. And I heard this weird music and I was like, where's that coming from? And slowly the electrical water pageant uh, just came right past us. And for those who are <laughs> unfamiliar, you can find it on YouTube. Um, it's just a series of floats. Um, it's like 14 barges that just come past and each one has a 25 foot, um, like screen of lights. It's incredibly retro. (laughs) Um, these are not high definition screens. These are like very basic, almost look like, um, like neon lights, you know, if, like when you see a neon yeah. light that's moving and it just has like one motion or something like, like a neon cowboy that's like waving, um, it kind of looks like those. And it's something that has been a part of the parks since they opened in 1971. It runs every single night at 9 PM weather permitting. And, uh, it's just these barges that play music and show you barely <laughs> animated pictures of sea creatures. <laughs> and, um i just love it i it was such a surprise when we were sitting there on the beach and i was like what is this and i I just thought it was so funny that like you know i think maybe that's the moment i really fell in love with disney world is like we're just sitting on this beach and all of a sudden i'm looking at these light up octopuses and seahorses that are just floating by i loved it and i i do not get to it every time because it is at night so it's past when my kids go to bed but you know if you happen to be staying at the Grand Floridian or the Polynesian or the Contemporary or the Wilderness Lodge, you can see it uh, right from there. They have, they all have viewing points where you could see it. And you can also go to these hotels if you're not staying there to see it. And yes. Okay. If you're somebody who's seeking thrills and uh, excitement, the electrical water pageant is not what you're looking for. But (laughs) if you're, if you're looking for something that is a part of park history, that is incredibly retro and, just it, it it's just a thing that i feel like you have to see it's just it's just so funny to me that it's still happening and uh and mm-hmm. i love it <laughs> i can't believe it's still happening i know i know it, it's so you said you just happened upon it the first yeah i had no time. idea what it was and it just floated by and i just thought it was so like i was so tickled by how uh low like it's it's not it's low tech <laughs> It's just, it's just <laughs> screens that look like light brights. Remember those when we would play with them as a kid? Yeah. It looks like a moving light bright that floats on the water for like 25 minutes. And I just, I think it's so funny and I really enjoy it. <laughs> oh man. Can't, can't beat that. I mean, you know, well, and that kind of 
falls in line with like you know watching any of the parades too uh, which are a lot bigger scale of course but that's something that's a non-ride aspect of disney and the fireworks which you mentioned i mean those things happen all the time and um you know they're definitely enjoyable the parades i'll tell you what i mean (laughs) i will say if you are going to be in especially magic kingdom during um almost every day i think uh, you want to make sure that you are not in the way of that parade or you are where you need to be before that parade happens on main street because uh at the end of the night there you might get trapped (laughs) yeah whether you like it or not so that just reminded me of that you know they've gotten rid of a lot of the parades too um when i first started going as an adult like every park had parades on a pretty regular basis and i'm not you know even before covid time i remember uh going to animal kingdom and i was thinking like i wonder when the parade's gonna be because i'm sure my kids will love it and um i think pretty much magic kingdom is the only one that has parades now i'm pretty okay, sure because well i went be. i went yep. i went up to a cast member and i was like hey you know what what time is the parade and they're like oh yeah we don't don't do those anymore um only at magic kingdom so yep well why all right what, on what's your list. last one and i've got one more and then uh man yeah. this is making me so like <laughs> i'm so anxious to get I out know. of this weather and go to florida i could i could feel myself there <laughs> like <laughs> as I'm describing, because I'm like thinking of all these specific moments and memories and it's really, it's really fantastic. Um, and, and I kind of mentioned this before, but um, with, with the magic kingdom, one of our favorite thing to do is to spend time on main street. Um, you, if you are getting there in the morning, of course, that's the first thing you're going to see. And at the end of the day, it's pretty much all roads lead through main street usa to get out of the park as well so you maybe start and end your day there and soak it all in um there are often many uh entertainers that come along there's like you know the the court the barber shop quartet oh the dapper dance and dapper yeah that's them i couldn't couldn't think of their name um and 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 these other little townsfolk who do little skits and entertain and those little shows are free and they happen all the time i mean just little uh you'll happen upon these cast members that are just put on little shows and that happens a lot throughout the park systems but um definitely on main street it happens a lot in epcot too um where you have little entertainers throughout um but main street in particular it's got the smells pumping through literally they have um (laughs) they have you know smells of popcorn and um and pretzels and i I think walking walking into main street from yeah uh, you know from you you get to the entrance of the parks you you get in you're by the flowers and then you walk through that that overhang kind of like a little tunnel and it's just it's the the architecture the way it's designed um you know obviously uh Walt himself was not around to see the opening of Magic Kingdom, but Main Street and its design and its purpose all comes from him and it's based on mm-hmm. the Main Street from Disneyland. And so it's not directly connected to Walt, but it kind of is. Um, and it's just, I, don't, I think it's my one of my absolute favorite moments is walking into that park. Even if Magic Kingdom isn't the first park I visit on a trip, it's still that's when I feel like oh yeah, I'm I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's just, oh, for sure. it's just great. The, like you said, the music and the smells and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, and that is also one that celebrates Disney history uh, in a way yep. that a lot of other, well, I mean, you can find Disney history anywhere in, in these parks, but well, so main street USA also, you will find, this is no secret, but the, um, all of those, or at least most of the buildings um, are, are connected. You know, you walk into one door of a store and that just goes like all the way down like there you know the the stores are all pretty connected um down the road and it's just one big massive gift shop and if you don't carve out the time to like really look through um those stores um you know you could get really lost and uh i really recommend like taking time to window shop there there's some really cool stuff i mean they're overpriced i will say yeah, that comes- but honestly 
it's 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 just great though because some of the things you'll find there um you know not just the stuffed animals and t-shirts and what there's some really cool things there yeah, you'll find, so take time to that, that you might be able to find online but you won't wouldn't know that it existed unless you saw it there uh, one of right. my one of my trips i got it you know there's that classic t-shirt that is mickey mouse standing with his hands behind his back and it comes in like you know 150 different designs and we found one with him wearing thick black glasses um, which is what I wear. And so I've never seen one ever since it's been hard to find one online. And I, that was the only place I found it was at magic kingdom. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, you know, it, there was actually a really awesome, um, photo album as well that I found, um, you know, to put your own photos in, if you ever print them out, that is. And, um, <laughs> but it had this really cool emblem of, uh, you know, Cinderella's castle on it. And I couldn't find quite the same thing anywhere else. And I could kick myself for not buying it when I was there. So you're right. Well, my final one is slightly, it, it ties into the other two. Again, it's, it's another kind of walking tour uh, sort of idea. And I mentioned in my last choice that uh, I love the hotels that, that are there. They're not, you know, the, the hotels are, are works of architectural <laughs> art uh, in and of themselves. And I've, I've spent a lot of time uh, kind of going through and checking out other hotels that I haven't stayed in. Um, probably will never stay in, although I'd love to, but um, you know, I love the ones that have been around since the park started. So like the contemporary resort um, it's so worth going in there. Um, and it's easy, you know, you could take a tour of like the contemporary and uh the Polynesian because the, you know, the, the monorail connects those and, you know, you could, you could sort of do that on a loop, but the architecture is cool. The design inside the Polynesian is amazing. You, you should go there and check that out have a drink at the bar. The contemporary is super cool. The swimming pool areas for both of those are super nice. Um, the contemporary has a really great sort of boardwalk atmosphere as well with some topiaries and some sculptures. It's really cool. Um, it's totally worth taking a short mm -hmm. trip to uh, at Animal Kingdom Jumbo House. Uh, if you go there, you can check out the animals for free. You can hang out outside. The restaurants in these hotels are amazing. Um, I, I'm particularly uh, familiar with the ones at Animal Kingdom because we we stay there a lot. But like mm -hmm. the uh, there's a there's a African buffet called Boma. Obviously not open because of COVID, but uh, you know, someday it will be reopened and that's an amazing place to eat. It's a buffet, but it's all African styled uh, food and it's, it's just amazing. Um, Fort Wilderness mm -hmm. Lodge is amazing as well. Uh, the Grand Floridian is one that like, you know, the outside is just, just to walk around that hotel is super fun. Um, it's definitely worth taking your kids to the art of animation uh, hotel because they have different sections they have a cars section which uh you go and i mean it's like a little mini land they have cars uh, uh yeah. figures there that light up at night and it looks just like that little route that they that they lived on it looks like uh uh they've got like the uh the the surplus store they've got the swimming pool that looks like it's uh part of the cozy cone hotel um, and so my kid loved that they have the giant leading tower of tires. Um, and it's just, it's, it's so cool. So it's definitely worth like, you know, going and if you schedule a, a, a meal at one of these schedule, if you have a reservation for a meal, you know, show up early and take a walk around. Like there's so much at these hotels that you can experience without necessarily needing to stay there. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of photo ops, like, uh, like I mentioned totally. before. And you know, there's just a lot of care. Now, obviously, there are the, there's some budget hotels, too, and those are nice. <clears throat> I've stayed in lots of those. Um, All-Star Movies, All-Star Music. Um, you know, Art of Animation is technically a budget hotel. So it's not just the fancy ones that, that are nice. But those are the ones that are definitely worth, you know, taking a trip either by bus or if you hop on the Skyliner or take the monorail. It, it's just, you know, it. it Yes, they are hotels, but they are something more than that. It's not like you're just going like take a yeah. look at a lobby of a Holiday Inn or something. It's it's just this super <laughs> cool place. And you know, I don't know. It's it's 
when, when you're talking about just having a place to sit down and relax, these hotels do such a great job of that. And a lot of times they're pretty slow during the day. So if you have a free day where you're not doing anything or it's not, don't have anything scheduled, you know, these are, these are set up so that guests can hang out and relax. But most of the time the guests are in the parks during the day. And so if you're hanging out there, there's usually lots mm-hmm. of places to sit, lots of indoor and outdoor places to just like grab a drink. And like I said, if you're at Jumbo house, you can look at animals. And <laughs> I mean, you could do that for a really long time. If you're at Fort wilderness, you can walk the trail. There's just, there's so much. Cool stuff. That's yeah. I, yeah, I had noted um, just in general, some of the, uh, the other places throughout the parks to uh, animal kingdom, particularly where you can see the animals and that, uh, that's really like you said it's like a free yeah, it zoo is. i mean it's it's so it's so cool and uh you know going to polynesian uh resort you know having that's where we uh, we took our kids there so they could just play on the beach for a while and and you know they had a blast just running around in the sand and uh it's just it's super cool and, and again it's yes you've paid a lot of money to get there but theoretically you know hanging out at these hotels is free uh unless you want to indulge in food or drink or buying a giant ditch doll for your son like i did uh you know but well when's the best time to be indulgent is on vacation right i mean i look at i look at disney kind of like how i looked at las vegas when i went when i was younger which is like you have to spend the time saving up and you have to just know that you're coming back without a certain amount of money when you come back (laughs) Um, if you have the ability to save that up and the ability to let it go while you're there that's uh that's that's the time to do it absolutely well well this has been a blast i i felt so crummy this morning with my headache and i am like ah i'm in such a better mood now talking about disney world for an hour i'm gonna go and (laughs) go get back to my uh my work from home job and i'm going to turn on some disney park music loops uh there's another show we should do our favorite music soundtracks from the parks stuff like that um (laughs) But yeah, man, I can't wait to get back. And oh, uh, you know, we had uh, Karen Schreiner, who's a cast member on a few weeks ago, and she was really, mm-hmm. she was really pushing people to contact Disney about getting a live entertainment back. And it was just announced this week that um, Celebration of the Lion King is coming back. So it, it's it's slowly That's things awesome. are slowly starting to come back to the parks as vaccines become more available. So let's just hope that more news like that keeps happening. Absolutely. Onward. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. And now I am going to take every, uh, every opportunity I have to just plan out the perfect Disney (laughs) trips for when if you haven't seen (laughs) festival of the Lion King, I mean, it's a, it's a must for me. If you've never seen four men dressed like monkeys doing gymnastics three feet in front of you, now's your, that's your chance. <laughs> Love it. All right, Michael, awesome. it's been nice talking to you. And uh, here's hoping to any of you who listen to this that we've helped you add a little more mouse to. If you're in crappy weather, I hope this has not brought you down by missing the sun, but maybe it's just put you in a frame of mind where you can pretend you have some. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks for listening. Tell your friends, write a review, uh, and we will be back yeah. soon.